Welcome to the Live, Move, Feel podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Aitken. I'm an exercise physiologist with close to 15 years experience and movement is my cup of tea. Now, we know that there's a strong link between movement, mindset and lifestyle. So I hope this podcast will leave you with a few takeaways that allows you to live your life to the fullest. So put your earbuds in, get moving, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode. Now, guys, today I wanted to chat more around how to manage a bad training session. So we all have them. They're those days, I think, where you're just not feeling it. You'd rather not be there. Um, You're tired, you're flat, you have zero motivation to get through, say, another set of squats, and you just can't face another lunge. So I think it's important to know why you're having a bad day. So sometimes there will be quite a clear reason for that, that you'll be able to identify. And I'll go through those with you um, later on in this episode. Sometimes there isn't. Sometimes we're just feeling a little bit meh. Um, And if that's the case, then we can also look at what options you do have um, if you're going to go ahead with that training session. So Firstly, guys, I think the most important thing here is to remember that if you're having a bad training session and you are just not feeling it, that it's not the be all and end all. It really isn't. Um, The majority of our training sessions are going to be okay. So just okay. A few will be freaking amazing where those weights feel really light. Everything moves quite smoothly and you're feeling that you are super strong. Um, And then there are going to be a few sessions that just downright suck. So there's no other word for it except to say that you'd probably rather be any place but in the gym or wherever you are at that moment. So if it's a day where you're really not feeling it, what can you do? Now, you always have the option of walking away and calling it a day. So depending on why you're feeling off, and we'll go through those, there's there's really nothing wrong with re-racking the bar, um, putting your weights away, tidying up and walking out. So I think what we need to remember here is that in the same way that you don't suddenly uh, grow a six pack of abs after three sets of crunches and you don't get shredded after one cardio session, you don't lose weight after eating one salad, we need to remember that no one has lost muscle, no one has lost their gains, um, no one has gotten fat from missing one training session. So if your choice is to call it a day and walk out, um, give yourself some grace. So some self-compassion and some kindness, and then get the hell out of there and do something else for the day. But having said that, if you do decide to stay, let's look at a few different ways that you can manage um, what is shaping up to be a bit of a meh session, so a bit of a down session. So here are five options for you if you choose to stay and continue with your session. So option number one, what you can look at is to drop your weights back and focus on tempo and technique. Now, it will probably do you good. You don't have to lift heavy every session to get a benefit. Um, and I think we all tend to become a little 
uh, lazy from time to time in terms of how we're moving, our form, our technique. And it's really easy to keep on bumping the weight up without taking time to consider how we're moving. So dropping the weights back is obviously going to decrease the stimulus. It's decreasing the load. Um, It allows you just to focus on how you're moving without worrying about having to hit any PRs or shift anything heavy on that particular day. So that is your first option. Now, your second option is to drop a set from each exercise to reduce your volume. So option one, dropping your weights back and option two, dropping a set from each exercise are both ways that you can reduce your training volume, Um, essentially like a bit of a a deload session if you'd like to look at it like that, Um, but still get your body moving in some way. So for option two, if you're going to drop a set from each exercise, It's as simple as if you have four sets of squats programmed, you might come in and do just two to three sets of squats. You would then move to your next exercise. Instead of doing the four sets that have been programmed of your RDLs, you might just do two to three sets. Now, you can combine option one and option two. You can decrease the weight of your um, scheduled exercises, and you can also drop a set or two if you like. So sometimes all our body needs is a really light stimulus, a little bit of movement to get moving, and it can actually leave us feeling really um, a whole lot better than if we had tried to push through that planned program and lift the weights complete the sets, complete the reps that we were scheduled to do so. So there are two very simple options there that you can do that will still allow you to train and to move, um, but will leave you with an overall reduced volume for that particular training session. So option number three is to actually choose exercises that are less neurologically demanding um, and less taxing on your CNS. That's your central nervous system. So what do I mean by this? Let's look at, say, a barbell back squat as an example. So squats in general are going to demand a much higher input from our CNS, so from our nervous system, than something like a leg press. Now, this is due to the fact that squats require a lot more bracing. They're generally a more unstable exercise, so they require our body to deliver um, increased stability to safely execute that movement. So something as simple as swapping your squat for a leg press, your also completing a very similar movement pattern, but it will be less demanding on your body overall. So um, it will be a slightly easier option on those days when you are feeling a little bit flat, unmotivated, or you know just not feeling it in the gym. So you can also, let's look at what else we can swap. So for example, um, we can swap some pull-ups or chin-ups for a seated lat pull-down. So again, that's going to require a lot less stimulus from an input from our central nervous system compared to doing four sets of um, pull-ups, chin-ups, anything like that. You can swap a bent-over barbell row for a seated row. Um, You can swap deadlifts for RDLs. So a lot of you, if you have experienced deadlifting, you will probably walk out of those sessions, particularly if they are um, heavier sessions, feeling quite taxed. So there's a really high input and stimulus on the central nervous system there when we are deadlifting. 
RDLs by comparison are going to require a slightly lower input. So it's a slightly uh, simpler exercise and a nice swap there if you're wanting a similar movement pattern, but just don't feel you have the focus and energy to get through your deadlifts on that day. Other things that you can swap, you might like to swap out your heavy uh, barbell hip thrusts for something lighter. So a Smith Smith machine hip thrust, something that is higher rep perhaps. Um, a barbell overhead press. You can swap this for a seated Smith machine shoulder press. So again, the barbell overhead press is going to be um, a more demanding exercise because it requires a great deal of core stability um, and bracing there when we actually go through that movement. If we're sitting, we're doing a seated Smith machine shoulder press. That bar is obviously on the Smith machine, so it's racked. It's not going to go anywhere, which reduces the overall stability needed for the movement. We're seated. It doesn't require as much core stability, bracing and engagement as if we were standing. So overall, that exercise is going to be um, easier to execute on the days when we are feeling a little bit flat um, in the gym. So exercise, uh, sorry, option number three there is to choose exercises. So similar movement patterns, but exercises that are less neurologically demanding and taxing on our CNS. So option number four, if you have decided to stay in the gym um, and you're just not feeling like you're wanting to go through your usual session, option number four is to Ditch your, se- ditch your session and do some mobility work or have a stretch. So I think, guys, if we're being honest here, and I don't know if you're like me, but when it comes to um, stretching and mobility work, it's probably the first thing that we're going to put on the back burner when we're short of time. So I think most people who are in a regular training routine will often prioritize their run, their gym training, their strength training, um, their cardio. But when it comes to mobility, it does seem that that's the first thing to go, um, particularly when we're short on time. So if we uh, look at what mobility is, it's basically our body's ability to move our joints through their full range. So one of the best things you can do if you are feeling a little bit flat, one of the risks of lifting um, in the gym when we are feeling flat and tired um, and not completely switched on and engaged is there is always going to be a heightened increased risk of injury. Um, If we're really not, our body is not in a position to do what it needs to do with those bigger lifts. So mobility work on those days can be a really nice in-between. It's great to factor into your downtime. It's going to have a positive impact on your performance longer term. It's going to leave you feeling good in terms of how you're moving. So that is option number four if you would like to do something, but your normal training session is not an option. Now, last one here, option number five, how to manage a bad training session. One more thing that you can do, you can actually... Just swap your usual training session and go for something else entirely. So a change of scenery we know can do wonders for motivation, um, particularly if you've been banging on at the same session now um, in the same training routine, performing the same type of training for any length of time. So my suggestion here would be if you're in the gym and you're like, you know what, I just can't face um, another leg day right now get out of the gym and do something completely different. So it might be that you go for a walk, you go for a surf, a bike ride, 
a run. Um, you try a different class or if you've got the time, you might even hit up a different gym. So every gym is obviously going to offer a slightly different vibe and energy um, and approach to their type of training. So there are definitely options there. So if you're still wanting to move but need something more gentle, you can also opt for, say, Pilates or yoga. So even at short notice, um, you might wake up that morning, you get yourself to the gym and you're like, you know what, just not feeling it. Um, this is not going to be a good session. What else can I do? There are um, really, there are heaps of free follow along options on YouTube these days. So you can change your mind on your planned session at the last minute and still have an online option available at your fingertips. So I'm sure if you Google yoga flow, follow along, um, or something similar for Pilates, I know there will be plenty of options, um, free options that pop up. So that is your fifth option there. All right, guys. So just to recap on that quickly, how to manage a bad training session. You have, firstly, you always have the option of walking out. There is nothing wrong with that. Be kind to yourself and go and enjoy something else for the day. If you decide to stay, you have the option of one, dropping your weights back and focusing on tempo and technique. Two, you have the option of dropping a set or two off each exercise to reduce your volume. Number three, you can choose exercises that are less neurologically demanding. So similar movement patterns, but swapping something like your deadlift for an RDL instead. Option number four is to do some mobility work or have a stretch. And your fifth option there, if you're having a bad training session, is to swap your usual training session for a different environment or different type of movement or session completely. Okay, so plenty of options there if you decide that you still want to move. Um, there is something there to keep your body going. Now, a few other key things to note. If you've had a bad session, it is really, really important that you uh, take some steps to manage the rest of your days. So what I mean by this is that it can be very easy to let our emotions from that bad training session flow over into the rest of our day and have quite a negative impact um, on how the rest of our day pans out. So if you've had a bad training session in the morning, um, you might be quite flat, quite tired, don't let that um, sit on your shoulders through the rest of the day. So things you can do here if you've had a bad training session, depending on how you feel, either reduce or increase your steps for the day. So if you are feeling really tired and flat, listen to your body. And if you're someone who normally buzzes around on 10 to 12,000 steps a day, you might make a conscious effort to pull those back so that we're not adding additional stress um, to an already stressed body. Okay. So one thing to do to help you manage the rest of your day. The other thing you can do is make sure that your nutrition is still on point. Now, if we've had a bad training session, chances are it's probably going to be due to something along the lines of we're under-recovered, we're generally tired, perhaps a little bit overtrained, we've had poor sleep, um, work might be a stressor. So there are other things like that that can impact um, how we feel. So making sure your nutrition is on point is really important. That is going to be quite a significant contributor in leaving you feeling better throughout the day than if you had walked out the gym, had a bad session, gone basically 
F this, I'm going to um, hit up my local cafe on the way to work. It's banana bread, it's a coffee, it's a hamburger for lunch, it's takeaway on the way home. Don't write the whole day off, guys, just because you've had a bad training session. Okay, so manage your controllables. Um, If you've had that bad session, make sure your nutrition is still on point. Other things you can do to manage the rest of your day. Um, Take steps to adequately manage your stress. So as I was talking about here, stress that our body perceives is not just um, from our training sessions. So there are plenty of other stressors um, that will have an impact on our body. So as I said previously, these can be things like poor sleep, um, lack of recovery, overtraining, um, you know, maybe your kids have run amok, they didn't sleep well last night, um, you're having relationship problems, your nutrition is really poor, your hydration is just not up to um, speed. So all of these things are going to have an impact on our stress levels. So taking some steps on a day when you do have a bad training session to really make sure you're managing your stress is going to be really important. So this might be as simple as scheduling regular breaks into your day where you can step away from work um, or your laptop, get outside, get some fresh air for three to five minutes, get some sunshine, factor in a little bit of breath work, do some journaling, Take some time to do a little bit of meditation. So get to bed early. All of those things um, will help you manage your stress during that day. Now, as I said before, ensure your sleep hygiene and your sleep routine is um, down pat and in place that night. So if you've had a bad training session, one of the things we probably need, whether we feel it or not, is more recovery and more rest. So stay on top of that that night and get yourself to bed a little bit earlier if you can. Um, And as I said, really make sure and do try to prioritize, I guess, your awareness around how you're feeling after a bad training session. And don't let those emotions from a bad session flow over and have a negative impact on the rest of your day. Walk out of the gym, finish what you've done. It doesn't have to be a great session and not all going to be great sessions, um, but leave it there and then move on. Okay. And Lastly, as I have touched on, it is really important to reflect on why you had that bad session. Why was your motivation low? Um, Why did you not want to be there? Why were you feeling so flat? So once you've been able to identify why you've had a bad session, um, you can then take steps to, I guess, mitigate it or prevent it from happening again. So as I said, some sessions are going to be bad and we're not always going to have a very clear reason for why that was the case. However, in many situations, we can certainly, if we dive deep enough, we can put our finger on what the cause was. So I have touched on those um, just previously in this podcast. So your sleep, your stress, kids, relationship factors, hydration, poor nutrition, poor recovery. Um, Have you been overtraining? Do you actually need a deload week or are you due for a rest day? Was your last rest day three weeks ago? Um, So if that's the case, they are all things that can contribute to us having a bad training session. Um, And then remember, guys, tomorrow is a new day. So whatever happened, you know, on Monday morning, it was a bad session. Leave it there. Move on. Plan for the rest of your week. 
because if you can take the steps today after that bad session to set yourself up for tomorrow, then chances are you are likely going to be in a far better place physically and mentally when you walk in the door the next day for your next training session. So I hope you found that helpful. There's a few practical tips there um, and a few options that I've hopefully left you with on how to manage Um, a bad training session. We all have them. It is completely normal. And the best thing we can do is review, assess and move on from those. So anyway, if you haven't yet, what I would also suggest you do is go back and have a listen to my second episode. So in that episode, I covered four things that I do to win my day and make sure that you set yourself up for a better day tomorrow. So guys, I hope you enjoyed that one. If you did, I would love if you could take a quick screenshot of that. Pop it up on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Gemily underscore xfiz. Have a great week. Keep yourself moving. And I'll be back with another episode soon. 